Panoply, Panorama, Panpipe, Pansy, Aha, Pansexual, Knowing No Boundaries of Sex or Gender. Sound interesting? Then join Sally on Sundays at noon for Out of the Pan. All those gender questions making you think too hard? Whether it's transgender, bisexual, polyamorous or beyond, we'll throw those questions into the pan and cook up the answers for you. So go on, push that gender envelope only on 3CR 855 AM digital and 3cr.org.au.
3CR 855am, 3CR digital, 3cr.org.au and 3CR on demand. Out of the pan with Sally, first broadcasting noon till one every Sunday afternoon. Thanks for your company. 3CR proudly broadcasts from the lands of the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation and we pay respects to Elders past, present and emerging and acknowledge that the land was stolen and never ceded. Lots of ways to get in touch with the show and they are the uh, means called out of email, out of the pan, 855 at gmail.com. You can SMS 61456. 751215. You can tweet at Sal Gold Said So, and that's the bottom line. And look for posts on Facebook on my page, Sally Goldner, and on Out of the Pan, 3CR 855 AM Melbourne. And thanks to the crew from Out of the Blue, diving deep for the marine news as they do every Sunday from 11.30 till noon. And all opinions on this program are my own personal opinions and not those of any organisation with which I'm associated. And if there is anything that is um, distressing on the show, you can get in touch with Switchboard on 1800 184 527 or you can, if family violence is an issue, you can contact with respect on 1800 542 847. And uh, opened up today, well, with the choir boys and an eight-letter word meaning malarkey. I'm going to be start this show today once again by saying any opinions on the show on my own, but also that um, I've held off doing a lot of new stuff because I realise we are in times where people are challenged and facing you know, a huge um, dislocation, as Karen said on the show a little a couple of weeks ago, this whole situation is very pervasive. It has been very uprooting and upsetting for people, but we also can't ignore issues. We can't um, just be stuck in the mentality of this particular time. And since um, the last week's show, the issue emerged last weekend of a situation that I think needs addressing, and that is the situation of Dean Laidley and um, pictures emerging of him. Now, let's be really careful here. This is an on, there are many aspects of this that are an ongoing situation. And of course, I don't want to comment on the charges that have been brought against Dean. Um, you know, if, 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 if any charges are found to be proven, then that's not appropriate behaviour for anyone, we'll say, of any background. And that leads into the issue that, of course, is of relevance to this show. As people probably may well be aware by now, Dean Laidley, former um, AFL footballer and, co and coach um, was arrested, um, well, um, taken to a police station, and photos of someone who society knows as, we'll say, uh, a male and probably cisgender were released of Dean in the station wearing uh, makeup, a blonde wig, and a dress, and later the ID photo with um, out the wig um, was released. Now, that is an issue of extreme concern. Yes, privacy issues will need to be addressed and you know, at least one police officer, probably two by now, at the time of recording this program, have been suspended. And it is a privacy issue. I'm not going to address the behaviour of the police officers. 
I have to express concern about comments by Lisa Neville doubting that there was transphobia involved, um, Lisa Neville being the Victorian Police Minister. First of all, a cisgender person does not define transphobia. I would put the question there that had Dean Laidley been arrested in plain language in a shirt and trousers without makeup, I wonder if what the probability was of those photos being leaked compared to what Dean was wearing at the time. I think that is a fair question to ask. What has been interesting is the response from the football community. Respected journalist Mike Sheehan has um, been quoted um, on a podcast, um, the You Cannot Be Serious podcast. I'm, I will say that there's probably irony in that title um, about this um, situation and Mike has rightly said um, that it was well known that Dean occasionally wore men's clothes. We don't have a label for Dean so I'll avoid using one which is good practice um, until we have one. Uh, but whether Dean for example came under cross-dresser or gender diverse or um, gender non-conforming or trans woman doesn't matter. As Mike Sheehan rightly said that that is not relevant and if Dean chose not to be out about that, that is Dean's choice and there therefore have to be concerns about outing someone in terms of their gender which I will say is never good practice. Looking at that generally, even if someone is known to be trans or homo or bi or generally queerphobic, I still don't believe in outing them, it can put great distress on that person and their family and I, don't, I think we have to um, take a slightly higher road. I therefore would say whether it was intent, and it doesn't matter, we would add, let's be clear, let's look at section 10 of Victorian Equal Opportunity Act that says motive is irrelevant. So let's not have anyone say, well, it doesn't matter if it, was, it wasn't intended to be transphobic. And so I think there's a lot of issues here, but I'd also add that this happened at St Kilda Police Station. I have concerns that this would happen anywhere, anytime to anyone. But this is St Kilda, the city of Port Phillip, where Pride March happens every year and our Pride Centre is being built. That cannot be good for trans people and many um, in that area um, to have that happen. And that trans people particularly who might face more marginalisation um, within the trans um, uh, compared to other trans people. I acknowledge my privilege as a white trans person, a trans person of colour will face greater marginalisation. I have what might be called roughly a middle, in inverted commas, a middle class occupation. A trans sex worker will face more discrimination than I will. For this to happen in this area is extremely disconcerting and I support personally calls um, in a media release by St Kilda Legal Service for a um, you know, for greater diversity training for all police, new and ongoing. I feel, I don't know the age of the police officers who misbehaved and sent these photographs to at least 50 people, which is my knowledge at the time of recording this, but I think that there has to be greater training for police in relation to these issues. Anyway, if you've got your thoughts, I can't, of course, at this time, um, respond directly to them, but Put them in uh, on Twitter, on Facebook um, or SMS me and let me have them and we'll have a chat during the live chat and maybe you're able to get back to them in a future program. And so that's why we opened up the show today 
with the choir boys and an eight-letter word for malarkey. And um, anyway, um, sometimes it will take a challenge. It can be challenging to um, raise these issues. And therefore, as much as I've been known to play them a fair bit, we're going to play them again. Here's a Midnight Oil track originally from the Place Without a Postcard album. 3CR, 855am, 3CR Digital, 3cr.org.au and 3CR On Demand, Out of the Pan with Sally. Without a postcard Face the boardroom, the 
You're listening to 3CR Community Radio, Melbourne's voice of dissent. 3CR Community Radio, 855 on the AM dial, streaming live at 3cr.org.au or on 3CR Digital in Melbourne. Isolated? Quarantined? Need some essentials but can't leave the house? Or just having a hard time dealing with everything at the moment? Queer Aid NAM is a new mutual aid group of organised volunteers. We're here, we're queer, and we've got your back. Whether or not that's how you identify, nobody should be suffering because capitalism or the state didn't provide what they needed. That's why we're working to strengthen our communities through solidarity. Put in a request for help and we'll match you with a volunteer in your area who can either pick up groceries or other essentials for you, help you run errands, cook meals for you, or check in with how you're going. If you or someone you know is having a hard time, or if you want to join the volunteer list, find us on QueerAidMelbourne.org or search for us via Facebook, COVID-19 Queer Aid Nam Melbourne. So tell your family and your friends, and don't forget your neighbours. That's QueerAidMelbourne.org, a 3CR supporter. Three CR eight five five AM, three CR digital, three CR dot org dot AU, and three CR on demand. Out of the pan with Sally. First broadcasting until one Sunday afternoon. We just heard from Midnight Oil and Brave Faces, and a track that was originally released on Place Without a Postcard that in nineteen eighty two, and that version, which was originally recorded at the nineteen eighty two Capitol Theatre concert from the nineteen ninety two album Screaming Blue. Content warning, got to talk about some other issues of outright transphobia um, that are going on around the world at the moment in COVID. Um, we've, um, fa- um, we've seen in Hungary, for example, the situation that the um, right-wing president there is trying to pass as part of a COVID piece of legislation, a law that would um, stop trans people being able to change their birth certificate at all and be stuck with whatever was assigned at birth. And we've seen difficulties in countries such as Peru and Panama where how people can go out um, is based on gender so that Monday, Wednesday, Friday, for example, men can go out Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, women and no one on Sunday. Well, of course, that's going to be troublesome for trans people, even if there was the possibility of accurate documentation and um, because of gender expression, perhaps. So huge um, issues to consider there. So. Um, Also, we've seen, sadly, LGBT people arrested in Uganda on um, trumped-up reasons, claiming that it was an unsafe gathering when that was not the issue. But in so much of these situations, there is policing, and this brings us back to our theme for today, a difficult topic to discuss. Now, um, some people say, police have a tough job. It can be difficult at times, but not every interaction is a difficult one or an unsafe one. And I think that has to be acknowledged. And let's also bring out something. There'll be people who say, what about the the four police who sadly were in tragic circumstances on the Eastern Freeway a couple of weeks ago and lost their lives? I totally respect that's a difficult situation, but it doesn't be, it should not be a reason for us to stop debates about um, inclusive police being, um, treating people on their merits. And one of the things that has emerged in these times 
are reports of um, people being uh, of more who are more marginalised, whether trans or anyone else, facing over policing, and that's a big issue that needs to be considered in the various video conferences I've been on, as we do in these times. Um, for example, one that I admit would be beyond my initial um, thinking was that people trying to get to the North Richmond drug injecting room have fa faced multiple fines for being out without a valid reason, which is pretty unfair. You know, surely there's a health and wellbeing issue if they need to get to that room. Um, and, you know, I hope that some of those will be reviewed. It'll be interesting to see when, when, if and when some of these fines ever get to court, if they're challenged, how all that goes. Um, but we've also heard situations of trans people being dobbed in by transphobic neighbours um, for going out and then police being, you know, um, sicked on to the trans person. So remember there is a COVID-19 policing website put up by the good people at Flemington and Kensington um, Legal Centre. It does seem that some of the more um, problematic fines have dropped off since the first couple of weeks and it is possible um, by the time we this show goes to air, some restrictions will ease up, um, but uh, still waiting on detail for that as it would apply to Victoria. And so it is really unfortunate that these things are happening at this time. And really some of the excuses I've heard are not good enough, um, you know, that the laws should be clearer, they need to be clearly defined, um, not just vague about what it is. But let's then, if we don't have clear laws, look at common sense. Going away from diversity for a second, the state of emergency exists to help reduce, minimise the spread of COVID-19. So if you're not interacting any with anyone, then really what's the issue? And this, the one that comes to mind here is the woman and young person who were doing a learner driving lesson. Now they just left their home, went around for 40 minutes and came home, but they were stopped in the middle of that. And of course, I just can't help wonder if the police officer saw a young person to have a go, there's a group that can cop discrimination from elements of police at times. So um, I think there has to be some common sense. It's about how you're interacting, what you're doing. But of course, you know, um, sometimes it is a fair call to say that common sense and um, respectful policing um, don't always happen. And I think there are issues for this and I think that they, I hope they are dealt with fairly. I will just say from my sources that there is acknowledgement from some senior police that they have a, um, not the words I heard, sort of macho element in police, and that needs to be stopped. Well, that's good. Let's do that. And let's hope that the majority of police do do the right thing around the country and around the world, because it's tough enough at the moment for everyone. The last thing you need is more minority, um, discrimination um, in a difficult time. It's necessary that we all band together and um, that we do you know, try to make it as easy as we can for everyone. Having um, elements of police out there who are not doing this well will only add to more problems. 3CR 855am, 3CR digital, 3cr.org.au and 3CR On Demand, Out of the Pan with Sally. It's getting harder to stay proud Proud to be Australian Cause we are fools Fighting for power We're failing Oh what are we doing 
Following the footsteps of greed All our things All since the finale I don't need Mr. Marty's mastermind Play the game We've forgotten the love Makes us all the same We can leave and if we win We leave our lives behind But we can save ourselves If we stop Jabba Luke Go on, mind Stop Jabba Luke Go on, mind Stop, Jabba Luke, girl, mine. 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 Stop, Jabba Lu
3CR, 855am, 3CR Digital, 3cr.org.au and 3CR On Demand, Out of the Pan with Sally, first broadcasting, noon to one every Sunday afternoon. Thanks for your company. Just heard from Totally Gorgeous and their version of Stop Jabaluka. And, well, there's all sorts of mining that needs to be stopped at the moment and some people are concerned that under the current COVID thing, news is sneaking through, whether it's environment or human rights or anything that is happening. So that's where 3CR will continue to um, keep you on track and sow the seeds of dissent. And it was good to get that totally gorgeous album um, back. I lost my original CD, but um, if you look for Mal Webb's website, Mal is one of the members of Totally Gorgeous, um, you can find um, to all of Totally Gorgeous' CDs and you'll um, uh, be able to get them. And I decided, well, if I'm going to get something posted, as we are doing a lot in this time and moment, um, I thought I'd get the new totally gorgeous CD, Gord in the Act. Oh, you've got to love a good pun. And I'll have a track from that shortly. Um, lots of great tracks, a range of originals and um, covers on this one, it would appear. Um, have to find out more about that in good time. Um, and it's a new release, 20, a 2020 release from the Fab crew um, playing their Gord instruments. So, yeah, talking some advocacy today because we need to and making sure that we stay on track in these times, but also, um, you know, sort of remembering that we have got good things coming up. We're heading into hobbit season, duck season. No, Ida hobbit season. And, uh, of course, um, there'll be all sorts of panels and stuff in the next week or so. Yours truly is on one on Tuesday night um, for Out for Australia find out why this is a face for radio. Um, it's an event on mental health and COVID. Um, yours truly talking from a community perspective along with a range of um, other um, health professionals who work um, in parts of the rainbow communities. Um, so if you go to Out for Australia's Facebook page, you can register for, uh, once again, that inevitable video conference and we'll keep ourselves together. So it is about combining everything as well um, also, I um, want to mention uh, while we're here um, in terms of video conferences for which to which you can register, uh, and that is the Change of ID Day, which comes up on um, Monday week at the time of broadcast. Um, and that's been put on by St Kilda Legal Service. Um, and um, that is if you go to Facebook um, and look for Change your ID online info checks. Yeah, I'll put my phone back in and um, have what I said, did I? Change your ID online info share session 2020 by the LGBTI Legal Service, um, hosted by the LGBTI Legal Service and the Roberta Law Perkins Law Project. And it's Monday the 18th at 1 to 2.30, but you can register via Eventbrite and then you get the inevitable um, web link. Um, yours truly filled out the paperwork. I had my name as um, what I needed it to be at this time, but um, did the um, paperwork to um, get the change of marker during the week. Um, 
thankfully I have a wonderful local chemist not far from my place who knows me well and just sort of went stamp, stamp, there we go, and stamped my copies of documents. Um, the interesting thing happened, I obviously had a very original birth certificate looking very dog-eared and tattered, and as much as it had my old name and male gender on it, and maybe there was a something that I didn't want to let go. So um, obviously you have to return originals, which that was. Um, but it was quite it was quite strange. But it is good that the law is in. Um, it's a little um, mystifying if you're wanting to change both name and marker at the same time. This was a glitch I, I thought we had last week. But when you go to the change of marker form, there's a box you can tick, are you currently changing your name? And you then do that, put them in, and it alerts the various people um, doing the records and the various systems to go, ah, don't charge this person two lots of fees. So it is all working out now. So as we um, work through all this, um, we'll uncover things, and I think this will be a good opportunity for people to share information and answer questions. So really good to see that one happening. Anyway, let's have some more music. And um, well, just to show that us politically correct, pinko, greeny, oversensitive lefty activists don't take ourselves seriously all the time. I've got to say I had a chuckle at a report in the media during the week about how um, two people were arrested for a scam to do with line dancing, of all things. Um, well, there's only one answer. That Greg Champion CD that uh, was used last week has emerged again with this track. Let's have a listen to it. 3CR 855am, 3CR digital, 3cr.org.au, 3CR on demand. Out of the pan with Sally. One, two, three, four, five. Last night I had the worst nightmare. We were playing in a country band somewhere. And just as I was about to sing, oh, a big scary gang of line dancers walks in. They had their thumbs in their belts and a matching shirts. They said, nobody move and you won't get hurt. They said, you better give in to outer man's. Oh, we're gonna have to shoot the band And that's why I love line dancing I love line dancing I really love line dancing But line dancers freak me out First they did a back hill cross foot Three step glide and a raised knee shuffle With a swing to the side They did the cowgirls hustle They jiggled and bopped and blow me down They did the old bus stop well, they did a shimmy and a hitch and an outback honk and a push, push, pivot with a cowboy stomp. They did the Macarena with a forward sway while one of them told us what to play. Yeah, they did a step back, but a milk slow hill toe and a bronco twist with a cotton eye joe. We played boots, scoot and boogie with fear and dread while one of them held a gun to our heads. That's why I love line dancing. I love line dancing I really love line dancing But line dancers freak me out So if you're ever gonna dream about a country show Oh well, don't let them boot scoot hoodlums know And if you smell line dancers, don't stand still Pack up your PA and head for the hills Because I love line dancing 
I love line dancing. I really love line dancing. But line dancers freak me out. That's right, I love line dancing. I love line dancing. I really love line dancing. But line dancers freak me out. of democracy Now is the time To rise from the dark and desolate valley of segregation to the sunlit path of racial justice Now is the time To lift our nation from the quicksands of racial injustice to the solid rock of brotherhood Now is the time To make justice a reality for all God's children Let us not seek to satisfy our thirst for freedom By drinking from the cup of bitterness and hatred We must forever conduct our struggle on the high plane of dignity and discipline We must not allow our creative protests To degenerate into physical violence Again and again We must rise to the majestic heights Of meeting physical force with soul force I am not unmindful Some of you have come here Out of great trials and tribulations Some of you have come fresh from narrow jail cells Some of you have come from areas where your quest for freedom Left you battered by the storms of persecution Staggered by the winds of police brutality You have been the veterans of creative suffering Let freedom ring. Let freedom ring. On the bridges of Hilltop in New Hampshire. 
Get your copy of 3CR's magnificent book. It's a stunning history of the people, programs and issues at the station since 1976. On sale now for the amazing price of just $20. Pick one up at the station or jump online and place your order. Radical Radio, celebrating 40 years of 3CR. On sale now for $20. Three CR eight five five AM, three CR digital, three cr.org.au, and three CR on demand. Out of the pan with Sally. Uh, we just had two tracks. Um, I love line dancing, but line dancers freak me out. From Greg Champion, and a track from the fantastic new, totally gorgeous album released just this year, um, Gord in the Act. And that track is I Have a Dream about. Um, well, it's the songwriting credits are given to Martin Luther King, obviously, and. I'll what a brilliant piece of work from Brilliant Band. Well, next week on the show, it is May 17th, right on the day of Hobbit season, Ida Hobbit, International Day Against Homophobia, Bi, Transphobia, and sometimes um, Prejudice Against Intersex as well. And we'll have none other than uh, Lukamish, that's L apostrophe, Ro Allen on the show um, to talk about Ida Hobbit in these times. Um, don't forget all the things coming up. There's a great event put on by Switchboard for Ida Hobbit. We'll get through this together quiz and allies. So um, we'll be there very, very much as well. And take it out today again, just to show that these um, us politically correct, oversensitive, tree-hugging, pinky, green-owned, greeny, lefty activists can laugh at ourselves and have a sense of humour. Another album that rolled back my way after sh- um, shopping around for secondhand was the Weird Al Yankovic album running with scissors. So many great tracks on this, but take it out today with Albuquerque. Thanks for tuning in to Out of the Pan. I'm Sally Goldner. Catch you next week. Way back when I was just a little bitty boy, living in a box under the stairs in the corner of the basement of the house half a block down the street from Jerry's Bait Shop. You know the place. Well, anyway, back then life was going swell and everything was just peachy! Except, of course, for the undeniable fact that every single morning, my mother would make me a big old bowl of sauerkraut for breakfast. Ah, big bowl of sauerkraut! Every single morning! It was driving me crazy! I said to my mom, I said, hey, mom, what's up with all the sauerkraut? And my dear sweet mother, she just looked at me like a cow looks at an oncoming train. And she leaned right down next to me. And she said, It's good for you! And then she tied me to the wall and stuck a funnel in my mouth and force fed me nothing but sauerkraut until I was 26 and a half years old. That's when I swore.
sure that someday, someday I would get out of that basement and travel to a magical faraway place where the sun is always shining and the air smells like warm root beer and the towels are oh so fluffy. Where the shriners and the levers play their ukuleles all day long and anyone on the street will gladly shave your back for a nickel. Waka waka doo doo, yeah. Well, let me tell you people, it wasn't long at all before my dream came true because the very next day a local radio station had this contest to see who could correctly guess the number of molecules in Leonard Nimoy's butt. I was off by three, but I still won the grand prize. That's right, a first-class one-way ticket to Albuquerque. Albuquerque. Oh, yeah. You know, I'd never been on a real airplane before, and I gotta tell you, it was really great. Except that I had to sit between two large Albanian women with excruciatingly severe body odor, and the little kid in back of me kept throwing up the whole time. The flight attendants ran out of Dr. Pepper and salted peanuts, and the in-flight movie was Biodome with Polly Shore, and oh yeah, three of the airplane engines burned out. We went into a tailspin and crashed into a hillside, and the plane exploded in a giant fireball, and everybody died! Except for me. You know why? Because I have my tray table up, and my seat back in the full up, right position, have my tray table up. burning wreckage. I crawled on my hands and knees for three full days, dragging along my big leather suitcase and my Garmin bag and my tennis saxophone and my 12-pound bowling ball and my lucky-lucky autograph glow-in-the-dark snorkel. But finally I arrived at the world-famous Albuquerque Holiday Inn, where the towels are oh so fluffy, and you can eat your soup right out of the ashtrays if you wanna. It's okay, they're clean. Well, I checked into my room and I turned down the AC and I turned on the SpectraVision and I'm just about to eat that little chocolate mint on my pillow that I love so very, very much when suddenly there's a knock on the door. Well, now, who could that be? I say, who is it? No answer. Who is it? There's no answer. Who is it? They're not saying anything. So finally I go over and I open the door and just as I suspected, it's some big fat hermaphrodite with a flock of seagulls haircut and only one nostril. Oh man, I hate it when I'm right. So anyway, he burst into my room and he grabbed my lucky snorkel and I'm like, hey, you can't have that. That snorkel's been just like a snorkel to me. And he's like, tough. And I'm like, give it. And he's like, make me. And I'm like, Okay, so I grabbed his leg and he grabbed my esophagus and I bit off his ear and he chewed off my eyebrows and I took out his appendix and he gave me a colonic irrigation, if indeed you better believe it. And somehow in the middle of it all, the phone got knocked off the hook. And 20 seconds later, I heard a familiar voice. And you know what it said? I'll tell you what it said. It said, if you'd like to make a call, please hang up and try again. If you need help, hang up and then down your arm. But I'm 
made a solemn vow right then and there that I would not rest. I would not sleep for an instant until the one-nostrilled man was brought to justice. But first I decided to buy some donuts. So I got in my car and I drove over to the donut shop and I walked on up to the guy behind the counter and he says, yeah, what do you want? I said, you got any glazed donuts? He said, no, we're out of glazed donuts. I said, well, you got any jelly donuts? He said, no, we're out of jelly donuts. I said, you got any Bavarian cream-filled donuts? He said, no, we're out of Bavarian cream-filled donuts. I said, you got any cinnamon rolls? He said, no, we're out of cinnamon rolls. I said, you got any apple fritters? He said, no, we're out of apple fritters. I said, you got any bear claws? He said, wait a minute, I'll go check. What do you have? He says, all I got right now is this box of one dozen starving crazed weasels. I said, okay, I'll take that. So he hands me the box and I open up the lid and the weasels jump out and they immediately latch onto my face and start biting me all over. <laughs> oh man, they were just going nuts. They're tearing me apart. You know, I think it was just about that time that a little ditty started going through my head. I believe it went a little something like this. I ran out into the street with these flesh-eating weasels all over my face, waving my arms all around and just running, running, running like a constipated wiener dog. And as luck would have it, that's exactly when I ran into the girl of my dreams. Her name was Zelda. She was a calligraphy enthusiast with a slight overbite and hair the color of strained peaches. I'll never forget the very first thing she said to me. She said, hey, you got weasels on your face. That's when I knew it was true love. We were inseparable after that. Oh, we ate together. We bathed together. We even shared the same piece of mint-flavored dental floss. The world was our burrito. So we got married and we bought us a house and had two beautiful children, Nathaniel and Superfly. Oh, we were so very, very, very happy. Oh, yeah. But then one fateful night... Zelda said to me, she said, Sweetie Pumpkin, do you want to join the Columbia Record Club? I said, whoa, hold on now, baby. I'm just not ready for that kind of a commitment. So we broke up and I never saw her again, but that's just the way things go. And then he gets all indignant on me. He's like, hey man, I was just being sarcastic. 
Well, that's just great. How was I supposed to know that? I'm not a mind reader for crying out loud. Besides, now he's got a really cute nickname, Torso Boy. So what's he complaining about? Say, that reminds me of another amusing anecdote. This guy comes up to me on the street and he tells me he hasn't had a bite in three days. Well, I knew what you meant, but just to be funny, I took a big bite out of his jugular vein. And he's yelling and screaming and bleeding all over, and I'm like, hey, come on, don't you get it? But he just keeps rolling around on the sidewalk, bleeding and screaming, ah! 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 And I'm completely missing the irony of the whole situation. Man, some people just can't take a joke, you know? Anyway, um... Where was I? I kind of lost my train of thought. Uh, well, okay, anyway, I, I know it's kind of a roundabout way of saying it, but I guess the whole point I'm trying to make here is... I hate sauerkraut! That's all I'm really trying to say. And by the way, if one day you happen to wake up and find yourself in an existential quandary, full of loathing and self-doubt and wracked with the pain and isolation of your pitiful, meaningless existence... At least you can take a small bit of comfort in knowing that somewhere out there in this crazy old mixed-up universe of ours, there's still a little place. listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.